Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. All right, guys, this is it. Number 10, tip number 10 for how to break out of a spiritual funk. It's been a fun last couple of months. Hopefully you've gotten a lot of cool ideas, different things you want to try in your own walk with God. And today we're going to wrap it up with our final tip, our final strategy for when you're just feeling spiritually funky and you aren't really sure what to do. And the passage we're going to read that goes along with this tip is in Acts chapter Three. So at this point in the church's history, uh, Pentecost has come and gone. The church has started. The apostles are teaching regularly in the synagogue, house to house, and people are becoming Christians. And in Acts chapter three, Peter and John go to the temple in Jerusalem at the hour of prayer, and they heal a man who has been lame from birth, who is unable to walk and has been waiting for an opportunity to be healed. Peter and John heal him through their faith in the spirit. God does this incredible miracle and everyone around them is rushing to see what has happened. So Peter and John take that opportunity in order to tell them about Jesus, something they do very well in the beginning of the book of Acts. And in chapter three, verse 19, Peter says this to the people that are listening, repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. You see, repentance is essential. Repentance is integral in the life of a disciple. You cannot be a disciple of Jesus. You cannot be an apprentice of Jesus. You cannot be a follower of Jesus if you are not willing to turn away from your sin. Now, What happens when we don't do that, even after receiving forgiveness of sins? So let's say that you have said Jesus is Lord, you've made him Lord of your life, you've committed to following him as a disciple, but sin is still an active part of your life. Whether it's a sin that you brought with you from your previous life that you've just created these habits that you keep going back to that even though you wish they would go away, they just aren't. Or if it's a sin that you have picked up as a disciple in the course of your life. You need to get rid of that sin from your life. You cannot tolerate it. It cannot stay. It cannot make a home in your heart. And when we confess our sin, when we tell other brothers and sisters, trusted brothers and sisters about what is really going on in our hearts, when we confess it to God and we actively seek to change with the help of the Holy Spirit, here Peter says, times of refreshing come when we repent. And at the end of the day, If you are stuck in a spiritual funk and the more you think about it, the more you realize, you know what? It really just is sin in my life. It's this sin that I'm allowing to hang around, that I'm not really talking about with anyone, that I'm not confessing the way that I need to, the way that I know I need to. It's going to be very difficult to be on fire for God. Just to be totally open, honest, and transparent with you guys, in college, I really wrestled with my sexual purity. That was a huge stumbling block for me in my relationship with God. And sure, is it a common struggle for, you know, 21-year-old dudes? Of course, it is. But that is not an excuse. That is not a reason to then say, you know what, this is just the way it is. I'm just going to deal with this. It's just going to always be a part of my life, always a thorn to my side. 
and I will just figure out a way to live with it. If I look back at my life during that time, the periods where I was actively confessing, actively repenting, not only did I feel closer to God, not only were my relationships better, but I could see the spiritual fruit of my life much more obviously than when I was struggling and hiding the sin that I was actively engaged in. And even though it didn't always directly translate that I would confess a sin and then, you know, have a great couple of months, that's not always how it worked out. But that continued commitment to confession and repentance allowed me to work through that and get to the point where I could break out of that cycle of sin that I had allowed to grow in my life and allowed to kind of take over my spiritual walk. And so if you are listening to this podcast and you know that there's a sin in your life that you have not been addressing, you know there's something in your life that is keeping you from being the man or the woman of God that you need to be, from being the brother or sister that you need to be to the disciples in your fellowship and in your small group and in your ministry. And there's a sin that you've been kind of keeping hidden in your life that you aren't telling people about, that you aren't taking super seriously, and then you have not committed with all of your being to ridding from your life. It's going to be very difficult to break out of the spiritual funk that you're in. But when you make that seismic shift, when you decide to repent, because it is a decision, it's a decision that you get to make. When you decide this sin can't, not, can't stay here anymore, it's not welcome here anymore. You have to go. You have to find somewhere else to live. It's not going to be here. It's not going to be in my life. When you make that decision and then partner with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus and with God to commit yourself to holiness and righteousness and to be set apart, times of refreshing will come. Your life will turn around. You will feel that sense of peace, contentment, and purpose that we all crave and desire as followers of Jesus. And so if there is a sin that's been holding you back, the sooner you can confess that sin to brothers and sisters that you trust, that can hold you accountable and commit to repentance in that area of your life, the faster, not only will you break out of your spiritual funk, but you'll be on fire for God. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.